People don't care about money as much as you think they do. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how you access the very top talent to help accelerate your real estate wealth building journey. And it has very little to do with money. Hello and welcome back to Dental to Rental, a podcast to help you move from cavities to cash flow as you start your real estate investing journey. I'm your host, Mark Brower. Been a landlord for 20 years, own a property management company with over 600 properties under management. And I am excited today as we continue to talk about winning mindsets that can unlock the wealth building potential in investing in real estate. This week, we are talking about an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality. Now, why is this important? Because we're building up to the point where we're going to talk about how to assemble your winning team, the team that's going to help you execute on investing in real estate. And before we pick the right people to work with, it's important for us to get our thinking straight. Uh, Last uh, time we talked about short-term versus long-term thinking, probably the most impactful, um, you know, mindset shift that can, that can happen with a real estate, residential real estate investor. This week, we're going to talk about abundance versus scarcity. And to frame this, when we talk about scarcity, think about the pie. You know, everybody uses this analogy, right? You've got this pie, you you can slice the pie. And if my slice is a little bit over to the right, then my piece is bigger and your piece is smaller. That's a great depiction of a scarcity mindset that there's no extra abundance. The pie doesn't grow or shrink. I have to winning means that I move my slice over a little bit more and I capture more. And so if we look at relationships that way, especially when we're investing in real estate or we're interacting with vendors, making repairs, whatever it might be, if we're thinking along those scarcity lines, then we're going to try to get the most by giving the least. Here's an example. I was just talking to my wife, uh, Megan. She's been a tremendous um, help in forming this company and building our property management company over time. Her superpower is vendor relations. It's unbelievable what she can get uh, plumbers and electricians and uh, garage door vendors to do for the company. And she said that when she comes at this, she 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 when she talks to a vendor the first time, if they want to if they want to get off the phone as quickly as possible, they're out. Scarcity mindset. I got to do the least. I'm super busy. I want to get the most. Um, she says that when she can get a vendor on the phone and they spend extra time on the phone troubleshooting the problem to avoid a service call at no charge to them, that that's a huge signal that this could be an abundance relationship. This could be someone that's not just thinking about what's the least I can give time and what's the most I can get, marking up the fee as much as possible. She gave an example, garage door guy, new vendor to the company, our our A garage door company was tied up, didn't answer the phone. She had an urgent issue, resident couldn't get out of the garage, something like that. Garage door guy, new vendor, 
uh, trying to earn our business and we're testing out this relationship, gets on the phone and he says, hey, you know what? A conference the resident in, let me try to troubleshoot this on the phone. Troubleshoot, troubleshoot successful, uh, no service call needed. Resident was thrilled. Megan was thrilled. Garage door vendor now is bumped up like they are number two in our vendor spot. Why? Because the person wasn't uh, so interested in being overly efficient and just getting the work order and then charging maximum fee for it later with minimal interaction with anybody. They actually were at a higher level of thinking. They were thinking like, hey, if I can add value, if I can add value to this partnership, um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm here to do. And they were able to successfully do that. Think about your lab in your dental business. That's a key partnership relationship for a dentist, right? When you have an issue with something that came back from the lab, does the technician or does the owner of that lab, uh, are they hard to get a hold of? Do you have to call multiple times? Do they rush you out the phone as quickly as possible? Or do they give extra time, effort, uh, assistance uh, when needed? These are the signals that people are thinking in abundance mentality. Uh, if something has to be redone from the lab, um, are they going to nickel and dime you every single time and say, well, your impression was wrong or, you know, you didn't give us the right um, input. So we just did what you asked. Or do they take full extreme ownership and say, hey, you know what? We could have gotten better. You know, this one's on us. We've got a long term relationship. We're going to do this at no cost to you. Uh, go ahead and thrill the patient. And uh, let, let, we're going to expedite this for you. So you you understand when a vendor that you're working with in your dental business has an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality. Okay, let's dive into this a little bit more. Abundance. The mindset of an abundance mentality is how do we contribute to long-term partnerships? There's a few elements here. We're empowering. We're praising and thanking. We're promoting. We're paying quickly. And... Don't shoot the messenger. Sometimes we're paying a premium. Why? Because when you're thinking about relationships from an empowerment standpoint, you understand that the goal is impact, not transaction. Let's, let's go back to the, the dental lab situation. If you're in a transactional relationship, you're, you're paying dollars for a product. When you're in a, an abundance relationship, you are uh, investing time and sometimes a premium amount of dollars for a far superior impact that drives uh, value creation in your business. Either it's the ability to call in favors, the ability to get things redone uh, very quickly when needed, the ability to um, you know, uh, explore new products and innovate and, and, and set your dental practice aside because your lab is cutting edge. Those are the kind of relationships that can create an abundance, uh, a surplus of value. If we're thinking about scarcity, let's shift back to scarcity. I'm going to take a plumbing example now. Again, another example from my wife, Megan. Um, she had, we have a company in town that we use for plumbing, fam Lawson Family Plumbing. They're an excellent plumbing company. Four and a half stars, four, four and a half stars on Yelp. That's how we initially found them years ago. They are not the cheapest plumber in town, but 
when we need them, they are there. And not only do, do we have a good relationship with Lawson Family Plumbing, but my wife, Megan, has a specific technician, a specific plumber that she likes better than all the others. His name is Kenneth. Kenneth came to our personal residence a couple months ago, installed a new faucet in one of our bathrooms. And then just a couple weeks ago, there was leaking under that sink. Kenneth came back out and fixed the drain lines, replaced them for free. We were not expecting him to do that for free, but he said, look, sometimes when I mess with the supply lines and the faucet fixtures up top, uh, that loosens something or something moves around underneath. A lot of plumbers would charge you extra for coming back. Um, I'm just going to take care of this uh, because, you know, I, I probably loosened it up a bit. Kenneth should have charged us for the second visit. They were, in my mind, they were separate issues. But he thinks long term and he thinks in an abundance partnership type mentality where he wants to contribute value to us. And so we're super loyal to Kenneth and Lawson Family Plumbing because of those contributions. When we're in a scarcity mindset, we think people do what I say because I pay them money. Money is the driving force. If we get on the phone with somebody and they're a new vendor and they're like, hey, I have to be paid today. I'm going to go do, do work at your property, but I have no relationship with you. It's a $200 service call. You have to pay me today no matter what. And they're not even willing to listen to the fact that we have over 600 properties under management. They're not even willing to look at our online reputation, that we are head and shoulders, the you know highest integrity property management company in town. They're not even willing to look at any of that. They're just saying like, hey, if you want to transact with me, you have to pay me now. And I'm getting off the phone as quickly as possible because I'm busy and I've got other people to attend to. That's a clue for us. It's not the relationship we're looking for. Money, if someone is overly focused on money, it is a key indicator that they may be in a scarcity mentality and it might not be the right long-term abundance relationship partnership that you're looking for. Okay. If, if you're, if you notice thinking when you interact with people in a business relationship, if you notice thinking they should be grateful for the money I pay them and do their job that might be a signal that you're in a scarcity mindset, okay? If you feel like your money is the leverage to get people to do what you want, you could be in a scarcity mindset. When I was in college, um, we studied Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I think Psychology 101 is a very well-known uh, hierarchy um, that they, they teach in psychology. Maslow said that humans have a different uh, a different layers of needs that drive their behavior. Uh, at the base need is food, water, shelter. In other words, you're not thinking about your self-esteem or your love and belonging if you're about to die. Okay, so that's on the base. The next one up is safety and security. Food, water, shelter, safety, security, Layer on top of that is love and belonging. Then it goes self-esteem. And then at the peak, think of this as a pyramid, that the peak is actualization, self-actualization, a transformative experience of becoming who I am. Think of this like religion or um, spirituality or fulfillment and achievement in life. 
is anyone thinking about achievement and fulfillment in life when they don't live in a safe place when they have no security they're in a their neighborhoods uh in the middle of a war zone for instance you're not thinking about writing poetry and actualizing your human potential when you don't know where your next meal is coming from you don't have a roof over your head so what does this mean to abundance and scarcity mentalities i have found in my life so far that um well, let me make a confession. Early in business, I was very much a scarcity transaction-minded individual. And I was, I was actually confused when I would call vendors and be like, you don't want my money? Like, like I'd be like, why aren't you jumping through the hoops? I manage lots of properties. Why aren't you doing everything I say and doing it quickly? And like, I'm, I'm telling you to jump and you're asking how high. Why is this not working? It took me a few years to figure out, and I learned a lot from my wife, Megan, that people, the best vendors, the, the most accomplished professionals, which also means they are the smartest and they can potentially add the most value to me, are not looking just for money. They're, they've, they've ratcheted up on Maslow's hierarchy. They've already got their base needs met. They've already got a book of business. They've already got uh, processes in, in, in place and they've already got a, a, a bank account with reserves and they've already got their house paid off and they've already got their truck paid off and whatever, right? Because they've been successful. And they are closer to the self-esteem actualization motivators. Does this make sense? The people that I want to have long-term loyal abundance partnerships with in business have different needs than the people who are just scrapping together to to pay next month's bills and their needs are more related to actualization and self-esteem therefore if i understand that and i understand that they want to connect with me as a person and they want to connect with adding value and they want to be part of a bigger vision and a bigger picture uh, of life and they and and they're looking for preferred partnerships where even though they're a plumber that 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 they that there's overlap between their self-actualization path and my self-actualization path and that we have a relationship that transcends uh money for sure money is is down here on the maslow hierarchy right they're not going to do it for free Let's be honest. In fact, they're going to require that they be generously compensated for the value they create. But I've found that the multiple of the value they produce uh, versus what they charge, even though they charge a premium often, is far greater. Okay, so, so let's think about when we're going into relationships with people that help us build our investment portfolio. Let's think about those that think with an abundance mentality. We think with an abundance mentality. We realize it's not, a, it's just, it's not just a transaction with money. Uh, the money is actually validation of respect and appreciation for the contributions, but that that pie has the potential of growing as our work together expands and as our work together progresses and it's, it has nothing to, and, and in fact if we go back to that slice where to move the slice example there becomes like this large uh section of the pie where we could put that slice anywhere in that section and there's still an abundance of surplus for both parties think about that 
Okay. In a transact in a scarcity transaction minded relationship, it's man, I bear this is barely a win-win. It's right on the razor's edge. And I better move my line as much as I can to get the most I can out of this relationship. But in an abundance relationship, it's like, whoa, we just grew are the synergy between the two of us and the fact that we share so many of the same uh, self-actualization goals in our businesses and our lives just grew this pie significantly. And now the range of, of options within which we transact with each other with money is so large that there's meat on the bone left over no matter where we put that line in this large uh, section of the pie. Does that make sense? Are you getting a visual from that? Okay. The question is not, what is the most I can extract for the least contribution in the shortest amount of time? It is, how do I access the best resources to build the most wealth in the long run? That's what we're talking about today. Okay. Stephen Covey, love, love seven habits. Uh, the book he wrote, Stephen Covey said, treat people like they're volunteers. What? I'm paying you. No, treat people like they're volunteers because you can't buy someone's heart. You can't buy their enthusiasm. Okay. So this applies to your dental practice. If you have a front desk person, if you have, um, you know, staff uh, in your dental practice, this, this applies. Um, I always try to pay a little bit more for the, the talent that's going to have twice the, I'd rather pay 130% of the going rate for any role in my company because I can get 180% of the impact. Okay. That's an abundance mentality. Until we think that way, we cannot access top talent. It just won't happen. Take it from me. It took me many years to learn this. <laughs> Okay, so where are we going with this? Last week we talked about long-term, short-term. Um, I don't know if it was last week. I don't, we might release one or two of these a month. I don't know. Last time we talked about short-term versus long-term. Now we're talking about abundance versus uh, scarcity. And long-term abundance mindset, these two things come together and they make transformative relationships possible. The partners who can contribute the most to your financial future don't just need your money. They need you and they need you to look at them as loyal, um, long-term partners. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of Dental to Rental. Be sure you hit that subscribe and like button so you don't miss out. We've got lots of great content coming up. <laughs>